Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into Letterman Row. It is a big day on the Ohio State football beat for Letterman Row for the program, the Ohio State football program, and for Letterman Row for that matter. Uh, Brian Hartline, it's a big day for him. He's the new Ohio State offense coordinator, Tim. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. We talked about this a lot when yep. Kevin Wilson was named the head coach at Tulsa. This was expected coming for a long time. Uh, you know, you you were on the pulse of this. Letterman Row was on the pulse of this. We kind of expected this to happen. We knew it was coming. But on Friday, Ohio State makes it official. Brian Hartline is the next Ohio State offensive coordinator. Tim, initial reaction to uh, a five-year stretch now that has seen Brian Hartline be, be a graduate assistant, an interim coach, a wide receivers coach, and now an offensive coordinator at the premier program in the country. Well, you just stole my thunder about the timeline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked about this being the obvious move. If he was going to do it, if Ryan Day was going to make this move in-house, it was probably going to be this a month ago, you know. So there's no real scoop going on here. Bottom line is, all, only thing is, this has now uh, been validated and had that, uh, what is it, that King's Wax thing put on put on the seal. But the, but in, in my opinion, it makes total sense for all kinds of reasons. Brian Hartline is a hot name out in the coaching community, as we all know. Uh, because of his prowess in developing relationships is the way he likes to call it instead of recruiting. Uh, but then the players he has developed, uh, both developing relationships and developing uh, playing ability, which go hand in hand. You don't see him recruiting two-star receivers, if you follow my drift. Uh, it's been quite the attraction. And why not take advantage of it? And then something that we're going to talk about is lack of experience maybe in the coaching realm. Well, he's been doing it for a while now, as we just you just pointed out, at least, what, uh, five, six years uh, he's been heavily involved in uh, the the last what five 
as a, a full-time assistant coach. So uh, he's got that going for him. And number two, you know, uh, uh, Lincoln Riley's little brother, what, Garrett Riley, is uh, now the new offensive coordinator at, at Clemson after being the offensive coordinator at TCU and SMU the last couple of years, seasons. That, that guy's only 33. Brian's, I think, 36. Lincoln Riley's only 39 for that matter. So age, in my opinion, has nothing to do with it. You know, he's going to be overseen heavily by Ryan Day, who's stepping back from the off offensive coordinator, more of the play calling role uh, than he has been. Uh, but I think this makes all kinds of sense in all kinds of ways. Yeah, Andy, uh, this is a move, like we said, widely expected, but still when it happens, it's a big deal uh, for Brian Hartline to take the next step in his career and to have it done at Ohio State. You know, he was a candidate for the head coaching job at Cincinnati. He was a candidate for the offensive coordinator job at Kentucky. Uh, Notre Dame tried to hire him as wide receivers coach last year when Marcus Freeman took that job. It A lot of programs want Brian Hartline. Ohio State is being able to lock him up, lock him into this spot and make him the offensive coordinator. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon because I would expect this to come with a pretty large pay raise, Andy. Yeah, and it's back-to-back -back promotions for him. You know, last year getting promoted to the pass game coordinator. This year now he's the offensive coordinator. And I think that's a way to reward a young coach that is a hot name in this industry. And you have to do things to keep them around because, as you mentioned, Spencer, there's interest for him not only at the coordinator level but also at the head coaching level. And it's only a matter of time before he gets that opportunity. But for right now, he's at Ohio State. And for the foreseeable future, he's at Ohio State. And I think his poll with recruits is something that we can't overstate, not just like wide receivers, but just the way he carries himself, the kind of charisma he has, the aura he brings. It's really powerful within the building and even outside the building. You know, kids want to play for Brian Hartline. And I think as an offense coordinator, that's even more powerful than just as a wide receivers coach. So I think that goes further in the recruiting realm than any of us can really overstate. Absolutely. And so now Ohio State gets to move forward, Tim. Uh, with a new offensive coordinator, with Ryan Day, potentially uh, pulling back the reins on his play-calling duties, uh, with Justin Fry uh, officially announced as the uh, new, as we get the news here, as we're speaking, actually. Run game coordinator. Uh, the run yeah. game coordinator. Yeah, Tony Alford remaining the associate head coach and running backs coach. You know, Corey Dennis sticking with uh, the quarterback's duties. It's not a full staff reshuffle at all, but it is a retooling of, of resources, reallocating those resources to make Brian Harlan have a bigger say, to make Justin Fry really take hold of that run game and make it what he wants to make it rather than maybe what's gone a little, not wrong, but awry in some ways this, the last couple of years in that running game. So it is a different way of looking at offense, a new retooling and different voices having different opinions about things. And I think it's going to be beneficial for Ohio State. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, uh... Yeah, I'm I'm curious because uh, you know obviously Keenan Bailey, we all know he is he was basically confirmed to the staff you know from a, a verification standpoint what uh, four or five three or four weeks ago uh, as the tight ends coach or at least taking the spot uh, left uh, by Kevin Wilson who's now the, moves on to be the head coach at Tulsa the former offensive coordinator at Ohio State uh, but uh, you know Keenan Bailey worked so closely with uh, Brian Hartline for several years. You know, I'm I'm just curious to see how this really does shake out. I mean, um, probably we'll still stick with Keenan Bailey, a first-time, full-time assistant coach uh, in that regard at the tight end spot. But he could also, if they decided to kind of shuffle things around, he could possibly move to wide receiver. And if they want to go away from that uh, special teams coordinator role for Parker Fleming and maybe 
change things up in that realm. Like they used to have a couple of coaches in, involved with different parts of the special teams. Uh, you could see them moving like Parker Fleming to maybe a tight ends coach and then, but still having some uh, responsibilities in, in the special teams area, along with se several other coaches, maybe even Ryan day. Uh, so there are all kinds of ways Ryan day can go with this staff. You know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how uh, I can't remember uh, a wide receiver coach being an offensive coordinator uh, before. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened in the past, but I mean, but maintaining those duties, you know, while he also is the offensive coordinator. Uh, so we'll see uh, if, in fact, Ryan Day's got a few more changes up his sleeve. And I'm also curious to see before everything settles out how the defensive staff, whether they might might be some shifting around in that realm. But that's uh, probably on down the line here. Yeah, the, the one that comes to mind, Tim, is Jeff Scott at Clemson during their national championship yeah. runs, two straight national champion or two different national championship runs. I believe he was the wide receivers coach and co-offensive coordinator. Yeah, he was co-offensive coordinator for correct. those runs. And I, I think that's and I think that's a little bit of what Brian Hartland's role will be. Yes, he has the role of offensive coordinator, but there's a run game coordinator for a reason. And so you know, is he truly the the sole voice in there? Absolutely not. And so I think that's where you could draw that comparison to those Clemson teams that won two national championships. Uh, as Brian Hartline could be comparable to what Jeff Scott did as co-offensive coordinator. But yeah. you talked about defensive staff, the defensive staff. I want to make a note, and I think this is important. Friday, January 13th, here we sit on this Zoom call with, with both of you guys, Andy, uh, as I kick it over to you. Ryan Day announced the offensive staff. The offensive staff is set, but he did not announce the defensive staff. And so I think that is worth noting. It's interesting to me that you have your offensive coordinator in place. You have your run game coordinator in place, associate head coach, uh, quarterbacks coach. You announced the new tight ends coach, Keenan Bailey, as the tight ends coach. Didn't didn't really have any news to report on the defensive staff, whether that means that it's going to be the status quo from now to next January possibly there's not a need to announce uh you know anything or you know th they're waiting to see you know decisions to be made so it's just an interesting time to to be announcing just the offensive staff but at the same time you want to get Brian uh Hartline that that distinction of being the offensive coordinator as you move forward in recruiting Andy yeah I think so I mean I I don't think it's totally out of the question that we'll see some shuffling on the defensive side of things I think it's just Quite frankly, they want to give the attention to Brian, and it's well-deserved to have this this title bump right here. Um, and I think what we're doing with Justin Fry as well is, is another thing to note because he was the offensive coordinator at UCLA along with being the offensive line coach there. So he has, you know, experience in that position. And even just as a run game coordinator, I think that'll be a great help to Brian Hartline. And, and as you mentioned, the run game this year was a big topic of discussion, not only because of scheme wise, but also just running back health. And then, um, you know, the offensive line had a lot of NFL talent, but you're going to be losing some of that. So that's going to go hand in hand with the offensive line next year and retooling that unit with getting the run game back on track. But as far as the defensive staff goes, you know, maybe it's just wanting more continuity if we don't hear any changes up until next season. Maybe it's yeah. wanting to give a, a true test of a second year with this system for Jim Knowles and with a lot of guys coming back. So, I mean, we heard about Tommy Eichenberg and that's just the headliner of a lot of guys coming back on defense for a system that was new this year. So maybe we'll, you know, hear some similar shuffling for the defensive side of the ball, but maybe we won't. And maybe that's because they want continuity. Yeah. Something's got to be addressed in that secondary though, in some form or fashion, you know, I mean, uh, if they get that figured out, this could be a hell of a football team 
in uh, 2023, even though they're going to have three new starters on the offensive line. But back to Brian Hartline, um, I'm curious to to see how, you know, the the, the uh, 425 is Jim Knowles' defense. You know, he brought it with him. Uh, the Ohio State offense is a collaboration. It, you know, going back even to Urban's days and uh, things that Ryan Day brought to the table. And it'll be interesting to see what Brian Hartline brings to the table. I don't think anybody is going to, you know, step back and go, this is Brian Hartline's offense. You know, this will be Ohio State's offense. They will, uh, I'm sure of that, you know. Uh, but then what I, what I like about what Brian Hartline brings has brought to the passing game, just like Ryan Day did, he brought an even fresher look at it from a, from a melding a more professional uh, route tree in there, things like that, which is, I think, paid dividends. And uh, so we'll see where that aspect of this offense goes. And then making uh, the, uh, the making the running game, you know, making Justin Fry the run game coordinator, I'm not sure what that really changes much of, you know, much of in this offense from the standpoint of uh, you might – you might you might uh, favor one play more than others and stuff, but we we've seen the blocking schemes that Justin Fry is teaching, et cetera, and that's part and parcel to what you do offensively with your running backs and stuff. So it'll be curious to see which direction that goes. But getting Cade Stover back to this offense, getting those main ingredients from a weapon standpoint is huge for a first-time offensive coordinator. Uh, Brian Hartline. I think that's as much to do with his naming Brian Hartline. Now they get got to get that offensive line straightened out. Yeah, as everything starts to come together for this Ohio State coaching staff, the Ohio State roster, we're getting NFL decisions by the day. Now we're getting coaching announcements by the day, Tim, Andy. Uh, it's a big day for Ohio State, a big day for Brian Hartline, as he is the new Ohio State offensive coordinator. We will be breaking down what that means more so, even though we just did it here. We're going to do it more at LettermanRoad.com, where we break down the Buckeyes and their decisions and their movements and their impact all year long, all month long. There's no off-season at LettermanRoad.com. Come join the fun. $30 until next August. That is a heck of a deal, fellas, if I do say so myself. But for Tim on the other side of that screen, for Andy on the other side of that screen, I am just Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys back at LettermanRoad.com whenever news breaks because we're always on top of it at LettermanRoad.com covering Ohio State football. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 
1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.